God bless you. God bless each and every one of you all. Thank you so much for following VIP Prayer Network. God wants you to go and like and share. Like and share. Let somebody know that VIP Prayer Network is on every Thursday at 8 o'clock. There is something always fresh content. But we're in our seven-week series. Series one, you got to go back on VIP Prayer Network. It is on Facebook. You got to look at the replay of spiritual awareness, spiritual awareness. Now, today we're in our series two. And what our series two is, you got to know what you're fighting. I love that topic. You got to know what you're fighting. We're in our spiritual warfare season. So get your pen, get your Bibles, get your your, um, beverage, and let's get ready to dive in the word of God. Let's pray. Eternal and all wise God, we thank you for another awesome day. For God, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Hide me way behind the cross that I will not be seen, but that the glory of God will manifest itself like never before. And God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're in series two. You got to know what you're fighting. I will be talking to you all today. And you all also know about the book of Ephesians. Ephesians um, chapter six. I will be reading um, from that. And what what I'm doing very briefly after you all, I am going to talk to you all about something very powerful that I have here with, with my book. I will be starting up my spiritual warfare classes. We will all, we will have it pretty soon. I will be announcing it where it, the location is, but I have my booklet here. It is the spiritual warfare series, and we will be coming out of the Dress to Kill um, book is where our training's always been. This is like our fourth year in that, and so um, next week, I will be sharing that with you. It will also be on Eventbrite. And so very um, next week, I will be giving you the link. You will be sending, seeing it on um, Facebook. But out of the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14 and 18, it says, Stand therefore, having your lawns girded with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and the feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all of the fairy dots of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray always with all prayer and supplications in the Spirit. I want to begin to talk to you about uh, you got to know what you're fighting. And we're on our spiritual warfare series. All day and every day, an invisible war is raging around you, whether it is unseen, unheard, or you or, or yet felt. 
The armor of God takes his name with the well-known spiritual warfare passage that I just read out of Ephesians 6, chapter 10 through 20. Um, you got to note that there are actually the seven pieces of armor that's described there, not just six. It is, um, and because prayer is the last armor and it is prayer that makes the armor move. When Paul talks about spiritual warfare in Ephesians 6, prayer is the seventh piece of armor. It activates all the rest of the spiritual armor. Everything that occurs in whether it is visible, physical world is directly connected to the wrestling match being wrestled in the invisible spiritual realm. The effects of the war goes on in an unseen world that, that reveals themselves in our stained and damaged relationships, your emotional instability, your mental fatigue, your physical exhaustion, and many other areas of your life. This is when the enemy begins to get a foothold when we are physically exhausted, we are mentally fatigued, and we are emotionally unstable. These things open up doors uh, for the enemy to begin to do warfare. See, you got to understand that uh, we are fighting in an unseen world, just like you are able to see in the natural realm, in the spiritual realm, you have to be able to see the demons, the devils, and the unclean spirit. And so what I'm saying, you got to understand what you're fighting. And I'm going to begin to talk about about a few things uh, that I had encountered uh, today that I was able to, because I have been studying spiritual warfare, I was able to see in what was going on in the spirit. Now, many of us feel pinned down by anger, unforgiveness, pride, um, competition, insecurity, dis, um, discord, fear, and the list goes on and on. But the but the over um, aching uh, um, thing that is going on behind the scenes, we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but we are fighting against in a spiritual warfare. There is a spiritual battle uh, going on. And, and when, as I begin to study this, I was able now to see in the invisible. And, and really, I can see better in the invisible world than I can in the natural realm. And that is because prayer, because of my prayer life, it has allowed me to see through different lenses. It is empowered, it is very important for you to pray because prayer helps you to see in the invisible what's going on in the visible realm. And so you're able to see the, the enemy before the enemy becomes with an attack. Why? Because now you're seeing through a different lens and the lens that you're seeing, so it is in the spirit, so it is in the spirit. 
in the natural realm. And so, and today, uh, one of the things that the enemy will begin to do warfare on with you, and you got to know your weaknesses and how the devil gets a foothold in. And mine was... Uh, uh, sexual sin. And so this morning as I was getting my coffee, I was able to see what the enemy was trying to do. There was a gentleman that came around me and I can see from the corner of my eye um, that I, I seen him. He had those biceps. I said, okay, enemy, I see that you're trying to test me. And so the Lord alerted me in the spirit and said, your members are about to war. And then he had on the right type of cologne I had. I said, okay, I see the enemy and I could hear the Lord talking to me and he said you're in spiritual warfare and the enemy is getting ready to attack you with the thing that you was weak with in the world and I begin to say okay God I got it and I kept my head down and I did my coffee and I'm going to tell you how slick the devil was when I moved I went to the counter he moved to the counter and then the lady says we got muffins on sale there are, there are 30 cents with your coffee I say okay I'm going to get my muffins. So when I, I paid for my items, I moved my stuff to the side, and then I kept right on going. I kept my mind focused because I, I kept hearing the Lord say, doors are opening, doors are opening, doors are opening, doors are opening. So when I went around and I went to get my muffin, they, that same man came around and right beside me to get a muffin too. I got my muffin. I told the lady, I said, thank you, Jesus. And when I went out, I said, God, I passed the test. Why? Because I was aware, because I had already been praying. I had already been studying. And so the enemy sins attacked. And now I've known times and I have prayed and when I had fast that I was not on spiritual alert. In this hour, you got to be in spiritual alert. You got to hear God when God be being tuned with God, that God will begin to warn you when the enemy is coming. And I want to talk to you today about three areas that the battlefront that's on the battlefront of 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 the spiritual warfare. There are three battlefronts in our spiritual warfare, and that is the world. That is the flesh, and that is the devil. Spiritual warfare occurs every day, every minute, every hour, every second, every day in different ways. There are some um, warfare, some are subtle, some are blatantly out front there, but they often are very subtle. Um, as we begin to explore this, uh, the conflict rages in three battlefronts. The first one I want to talk to you about the battlefront is the world. In 1 John 2, 15 through 17, it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, loves for the Father is not in them. For everyone in the world, that the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life does not come from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires passed away, but whoever does the will of God 
lives forever. And so your first battlefront is the world. You cannot love God and the world. In other words, you got to be hot or cold. The Bible begins to tell us that in Revelation. If you if you are lukewarm, God says that I will spew you out of the mouth. You cannot be in the world one minute and then be in the be in the uh, spirit the next minute. In other words, you cannot live a double life. When you live a double life, let me tell you something: that you're on the edge of the enemy opening up doors for an attack because he knows that you have not totally surrender yourself to God. And when you totally don't surrender yourself to God and you totally are, are, are exercising sin, glory to God, then when you begin to start tapping into the spirit to try to do spiritual warfare, those things in the flesh start coming up. And when those things in the flesh start coming up, the enemy begins to say, you can't drive out hate because you got hate. You can't drive out jealousness because that's, that is rooted down inside of you. And so you cannot um, tell nobody else that they don't want about drinking when you're drinking yourself. You can't indulge in, you can't tell nobody about seeing that they're constantly indulging in when you are constantly indulging in it yourself. So in other words, you cannot continuously exercise sin. Glory to God. And so those are the things of the world. And so when we begin, these are the things that the enemy um, begins to attack. He wants to attack those things that you, when you was in the world, that he tripped you up in. It's also generational curses that we don't know about. You want to go back and look at that series. You need to know what's in your family tree because you have sexual, you have sins that you have practiced and then you have generational curses that are in your family. And if you have not been in prayer and allowed the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal these things to you, then these things become subtle. And when they become subtle, you don't even know that the, you're on the devil's radar and you wonder where all of these battlefields, the bullets are flying, uh, rockets are flying in the spiritual realm and you feel like, oh, I'm getting attacked from every which way, but what has happened, you have stepped on the devil's gold mine, and when you have stepped on the devil's gold mine, he has explosives that you don't even know about. You'll find yourself on a battleground that you're not even prepared for, and even in the military, when they begin to do warfare on the enemy's ground, they first go out and study the ground. Woo! That's good right there. You got to study the enemy's ground because you can't cast out nothing that you don't know about. You can't, you got to know the enemy. You got to know his names. You got to know the names that he got, he have, how he operates in those things. And so you got to understand when we talk about Biz Bob, that that is the Lord of flies. And I'm going to begin to teach you all about the different names of Satan so that when you see him on the scene, you will be able to recognize. You can't cast out something that you don't know about. And so that the first thing that the enemy does, he tries to get you in the things of the world. And the Bible begins to tell us to come out 
from among them and be ye separated. If you're going to do real spiritual warfare where you begin to annihilate your the enemy, I want to begin to tell you today that your family ain't your enemy. Your brother-in-law ain't your enemy. Your sister-in-law ain't your enemy your enemy, your brothers and sisters ain't your enemy, your co-worker ain't your enemy, your boss ain't your enemy. The Bible clearly tells us that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but there is spiritual wickedness in high places. And so we need to start looking at the person and start looking through the lens of the spirit that that person is operating in. And when you begin to do that, then you can begin to do spiritual warfare. The The next battlefront, which is the Second one is the flesh. I was beginning to read this this morning, and I, I, I this is where I was at and what I was battling with. But my thank be to God, I passed the test. Romans seven fourteen through twenty five says, "We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do for what I want to do." I do not do. And what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. And it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin that lives in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good that I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I not want to do, it is no longer I who does it, but it is the sinful living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, Evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I dwell in God's law. But I see another law, Jesus, that is working in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wrestler man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, glory to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. And that's why we got to the next battlefront is uh, your flesh. You got to put that flesh under subjection. When you can, you can go to bed, glory to God, and had a great spiritual time and, and have prayer before you went to bed and get up and your natural members just get up, just automatically start operating. Ain't nobody been around you. You wake up mad for no reason at all. It is the sinful nature that's operating even when you sleep. That's why you got to, we got to be alert when we get up. Glory to God that where that enemy is waiting for you to open your eyes because he 
is already tried to plan out your day. And the scripture tells us that man can make all of the plans that he wants, but only God's plan will prevail. I come to tell you that it is important when you get up to start doing spiritual warfare and start praying right then. Put on, as you put on your natural clothes, start praying the armor of God. Start saying, God, I put on the helmet of salvation today. That God, that whatever thing that try to come through my mind, that I am saved and I stand up against every demonic force that tries to come up against my mind because your mind is the battlefield. You hear me today? God, I put on the breastplate of righteousness for every fiery dot that the enemy tries to come up against me. No matter it's a rocket, no matter if it's a dot, it will shoot off because I got on the breastplate of righteousness. And I don't stand in the righteousness of my own, but I stand in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And because if God be for me, it's more than the whole world against me. And then I go ahead and have that sword and I begin to dress myself in the sword, which is the word of God. And the word of God cuts like a two-edged sword. It cuts down to the marrow and the bone. Every evil intent, the word of God cuts everything out. And God begins to cut me with the word of God. So He, when he cuts me, he begins to dress me. And when he begins to dress me, he dressed me in his armor. Glory to God. Not in a fleshly armor, but he begins to cut me with the word of God. And he tells me, glory to God, that I am his own. So when I stand, I stand with the word of God. And then I got to put or the belt of truth because without the belt, glory to God, the whole armor will fall apart. And so my, I have to have on the belt of truth so that when things come up, that's a lie. When things come up that's contrary to who I am, I can tell the devil, use a liar because if God be for me, it's more than the whole world against me. When the enemy begins to tell me that God's plan ain't working for me, me that I can begin to pull the sword and I got on the belt of truth of what God says in Jeremiah 29 11 for the plans that I think and the thoughts that I think towards you they are good and not evil to give me an expected end and when the enemy begins to throw a rocket at me glory to God that I can't make it then I put out on the belt of truth glory to God that I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Do you understand why you got to have the belt on? Because when you have the belt on, you don't respond to the lies of the enemy. In the past, when the enemy began to tell you about your past, when you got on the belt of truth, you tell the devil, glory to God, it's under the blood. I am walking in what God has said that he is going to do in my life and my future looks bright to me. Then you got 
to have your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Everywhere I go, I don't care if there's chaos. When I walk, I walk like a giant. Glory to God. Everywhere I go, I see myself tall in the spirit. And no weapon that form against you shall prosper. Glory to God. Everywhere you go, it may be chaos. But when you show up, when you got on the, the feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace, all chaos got to cease because of the authority of God. Woo! Glory to God. I'm telling you, you got to dress yourself in the armor of God. You got to do it. You got to do this thing. And then you got to have prayer. Because without prayer, the armor cannot move. Mm. Prayer. That's why. Because prayer goes in the atmosphere. You can be right in the United States and your prayers can go global all around the world. It is prayer that moves the armor. Without prayer, the armor stays still. And if you stay still and cannot move, glory to God, then you are target for the enemy. I want somebody to say glory to God. I'm dressing myself. I'm not going to dress myself no more, just naturally. But before you get up, you let the enemy see you. Call the armor out. Call the weapons out. So that he know that I don't just have on the natural clothes, but I also got on the spiritual clothes. Glory to God. That means anything that comes in the invisible world, I'm already dressed for it because I am a soldier, which is what God says. I am an ambassador, which means I bring forth the word. I'm a representative for Jesus Christ. Glory to God. That's a dangerous Christian. Let me tell you something. You have an on rags, and I'm telling you, I love to dress with the best of them, but that don't move nothing. It don't move nothing. But if you got a praying person, that's why we got called this VIP Prayer Network Victory in Prayer. When you begin to go in prayer, you got to go in prayer knowing that the victory has already won. Well, how is it already won? It's been done over 2,000 years ago. Jesus, glory to God, is victory. Why? Because when Jesus was here, if you look at the word of God, anything he done, he prayed before. Glory to God. He met God. Glory to God. I'll be talking about the eight prayer watches because there are certain times when you should be praying certain things. Glory to God. And so the next one what I want to talk about is the devil. First mm. Peter, glory to God. This is the third battlefront. First Peter five and eight says, "Be alert and sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, <laughs> prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour." He's walking around even right now while I'm on this camera. He's looking alert and seeing who he can devour. He's on Facebook seeing who he can devour. He's on Twitter, TikTok, seeing who he can devour. He's in the neighborhood seeing who he devour. The enemy does not like him. The enemy is not your neighbor. The enemy is not our families and friends. The enemy is a spiritual being. And by the way, let me tell you something about the devil. That in order for the 
enemy to have access here on the earth realm, he got to find a body that he can operate in. That's why he comes through a body so that you don't see him. Because if you don't can't see the invisible world, then you can't see him. So when he comes through a body, he wants you to look at that person. So that when you look at that person, if you cannot see in the spirit, you will start blaming that person and you won't see the spirit. That's why the devil can operate even stronger in this physical realm because many people are not seeing in the spirit. Glory to God. And so he walks around. So a Christian that can see in the invisible realm, that's the most dangerous Christian there is. Why? Because when you know who your enemy is, you can cast them out. And it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing that you got against the person. You're looking at the spirit that is operating through that person. And that person may not be aware of the spirit. They know that there's something that is wrong with them, but they don't know what it is. But when you are prayer and when you can walk in a room and you don't have to call the spirit out, they'll automatically flee from your presence. Why? Because they know you have been dressed in the armor of God and prayer will begin to open up the invisible realm. So if you not enough, don't have a prayer life, I admonish you to get one. The world is the social battlefield where believers battle. Sin and evil confronting them from everywhere. It is a battlefield of the external power, your values, your influence, and your temptation. In this battle, the Bible admonishes us to be in the world but not of the world. You need to read Romans um, 12, 1 and 2, glory to God, 2 Corinthians 10 and, and, um, and 4. When we, when we describe worldly convictions, habits, thoughts, and, 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 and affections that is not of God, our cultures, our, our, our human um, well-beings, us being overwhelmed with forces that are coming up against us in, 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 in life. These are social battle fronts that we're fighting every day. That's the fourth one. There are social battle fronts that we are, we're, we're going up against every day, whether it's, whether it's external powers, whether it's you being influenced, whether you being tempted, whether you being pressured, whether you're being bullied. These are social battlefronts that the enemy uses every day to try to trip us up. And so you got to know the battlefronts. You got to understand, you got to come out of the world. You got to stop operating in the flesh. You need to understand that there is an enemy. And then you need to understand that there are social battlefronts that come up against you every day. There are people that the devil has activated to come up against you every day to stop your destiny, to stop you from hearing God, to stop you from moving forth in God. And so I want to leave with you today. Glory to God. I'm telling you, this is getting so good. What God is doing in God, you got to know what you're fighting because if you don't know what you're fighting you can't fight nothing that you're not aware about and so you need to go back to series one spiritual awareness I admonish you this week to study the enemy because you can't fight nothing that you don't know I want you to get ready 
because God is doing something great. I will talk to you more next week with the Spiritual Warfare School is back launching again. Glory to God. And I will talk more in depth about that. But right now, I want to begin to pray for you because you've been fighting some wars, but you don't know what you're fighting against. And I want to begin to pray for you in those areas. And I will begin to start praying in those areas. And I want you today to grab hold that I have to pray in order for me to fight some of these things that are coming. Let's lift our hearts before the Lord. Eternal in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now, God. We're praying, dear Lord God, for that one God that is in the flesh, operating in the flesh, feel like they can't get out. God, that when they want to do good, evil is always present. And those things that they find themselves that they don't want to do, they find themselves doing. But God, in the name of Jesus, God, whatever in the flesh that they're wrestling with, dear Lord God, we put it on the altar right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every stronghold that is coming up against them right now. Every indiction right now, we plead the blood of Jesus. Temptations, God, that they find themselves falling back into it, God. We pray, God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, God, that the sword, the word of God, will begin to cut in it in the name of Jesus, God. We pray, dear Lord, God, every demonic attack that they're fighting themselves in, God, that you will open up their eyes, dear Lord, God, that there is more for them than against them. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. We bind every demon, every devil, and every unclean spirit in the name of Jesus, and we cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and we push with the power of God in the name of Jesus. We go in the atmosphere in a and we pull down every demonic force. The devil is a liar, and we plead the blood of Jesus against it. That God, that people will get delivered, people will get set free in the name of Jesus. Addictions will become no longer cravings. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, the taste and the appetite for sin, snatch it out of their mouths right now. In the name of Jesus, turn their appetites around, God, that they want you right now. In the name of Jesus, for every unholy act, turn it into holiness. In the name of Jesus, for every mind struggle that don't want to submit to God, turn it in that they want you like never before. In the name of Jesus, we call it a backslider back. In Jesus' name, God, pull the sin off of them. In the name of Jesus, take the craving out of their spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray, dear Lord God, that we will pray more. In Jesus' name, we pray for more power. We pray for more strength. In the name of Jesus, you said if my people that are called by thy name would humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our evil and wicked ways. Then we will heal. You will begin to heal the land. God, we have sinned against you. In the name 
of Jesus. And we're asking you, God, to forgive us for all of our sins. Cleanse our mind. Cleanse our heart. In the name of Jesus. In the forefront of our mind. Let it be Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Appetite in our mouth. Let it be for the word of God. Things that we're hearing in the spirit realm. Let us hear you like never before. Unstop our ears. That we can hear you God. In the name of Jesus. God you said to me today. Doors that are open. In the name of Jesus. Every door that's open. That is not of you. Close it in Jesus name. And we God. We thank you God. That you're opening up opportunities. You're opening up wealth. You're opening up a hunger. You're opening up the gospel being preached from the north, south, east, and west like never before. God, you're opening up doors for us to preach the word of God in season and out of season. In the name of Jesus, let Zion preach the word of God. And God, we thank you and we surrender to you today and we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You don't have to stay the way that you are. Glory to God. There is victory. Ah, Hikanda in prayer. Thank you for watching Dr. Lori McKinney with VIP Prayer Network, which means victory in prayer. I don't care what you're going through, it's victory in prayer. Let me tell you how you can be a sponsor. Just $50 a month, you can become a sponsor. Let me tell you what happened. In my newsletters, as, as we have conferences, as even our spiritual warfare schools, we got many different schools that are coming up, we will feed your business. Glory to God. That's free advertisement. There's some more great things that are about to come out. But if you say, I don't have the 50, whatever amount you have, amen, it helps me break her, the ministry. I, God, is showing me a vision that VIP Prayer Network will be set up in different international places. Glory to God. I got 50 pastors from India. Glory to God that I'm about to do Bible study with right through the airways. I'm telling you, God is doing some great and mighty things. And your sponsorship can help me go into areas where the gospel of Jesus Christ need to be taught so that people can come to Christ. I want you to cash up me, dollar sign, Lori McKinney. That's L-O-R-I-M-C-K-E-N-N-E-Y. Again, that's dollar sign, Lori McKinney. Amen. Your sponsorship will help me carry the gospel across the globe. God bless you. We'll see you next week.